What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Embrace the Sweat podcast for all of you teachers and non-teachers who are just trying to make healthy changes in your life, want to work on your mindset, want to just live a healthier, happier, more positive life. You know, we're all busy. We're all uh, trying to make it through our days. Being in your 20s is not easy. Learning how to adult and all those other things. And so, Welcome, friend. I am so glad you stumbled upon my podcast. Uh, today, we are talking all about um, the book's Burnout by Erin Nagoski and Amelia Nagoski, and then Summerland by Erin Gilderbrand, because that was this month's book club. And so this is the first time I always do a, a monthly book club, book club pick for my nonfiction and fiction books. In my Facebook page, um, there is details down below on how you can get into that Facebook page, but I thought that it'd be kind of fun to incorporate it into my podcast. So if you don't want any, like, secrets or, um, what's the word? Also, sorry, if you can hear my dog, um, panting, she is going a little bit crazy today, but, um, anyways, if you don't want any spoilers, that's what I was looking for. Maybe this isn't the episode for you, but like I said, those books, um, I will link them down below if you want to get your hands on a copy of them. And then if you want to see what next month's books are, um, make sure that you get into that Facebook group down below so that you can get caught up on next month's book club podcast. So I love reading. I have always been a huge reader, and I know not everybody is or has been, and so Cody always calls me a huge nerd for how often I read, but I really do think that it is so powerful to be constantly immersed with words. Like, why waste an hour or two or six being on social media or watching Netflix movies when you can like create them in your mind I don't know like I've just I'm so much more of a book person than a movie or show person and uh, Cody is completely the opposite so whatever end of the spectrum you land on or anywhere in the middle um I think that there are so so many benefits to reading and uh, hearing from other people and uh, understanding different points of view or how to look at something a, a different way or just bettering your life. Um, I've read a lot of things about overall mindset and teaching and health and all of the things that get mixed into it through these different books. And so that is why I am so passionate about it. And I love having fiction books in there also because as much as like reading to learn and reading as a business. And I know that it's like a huge thing for a lot of people, but honestly, I just get, it's too much. Like we need the mental break and we can't constantly be going and taking in information. We need the space to separate and to shut down our mind and not think about anything. Like we just need that time for ourselves, And that is my favorite. Like last night, I literally, Cody was watching a show Ted Lasso. It is so funny. Highly recommend if you have Apple TV, watch Ted Lasso. So good. Um, but he was watching that while we were eating and I just, I couldn't wait to finish eating so that I could pick up my book again. And I had a glass of wine and it was like my favorite night of the week. I wanted to stay up 
really late and finish it, but I didn't do that. And instead I just finished it this morning. So anyways, um, I'm honestly not even done with the book burnout, but I'm really close. I have like 20 more pages, so I'm going to finish it today, but I'll talk about that one first. Um, side note, my embrace the sweat platform, my fitness membership site got decreased in its price. I mentioned that last week's episode. It is now $14.99 a month, which is a killer deal for getting uh, workouts all month long. You can either choose a four-day split or there is an optional fifth day if you want to incorporate that into your routine. You have um, changes either every two weeks or every other week, depending on the month. Constantly working on building up your strength, improving your physique, not plateauing. Like there's a lot of workout guides and memberships out there that will just kind of, kind of like the book burnout. They will just try to burn you out. They will try to make the workouts really high intensity. So it seems like you're getting a really good lift in it, but in reality you are just sweating and you're not actually building the physique that you want. And so my membership site is built out just like I do my one-on-one clients and really proven by girls like so many girls, to be effective. And uh, I've gotten so much support and love and encouragement on them. And I just love seeing you all getting better and uh, loving your life more and smiling more and seeing those positive body changes. And I love when you tell me that, you know, somebody else complimented your hard work or that somebody else noticed that you're looking skinnier or that you're looking happier or healthier or whatever it is because implementing small changes along the way, that's the key to getting the results. And so I am coming out with a free challenge starting tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Sunday, it is starting tomorrow, November 1st. We are going to do, it's all free and we are going to um, kick it off tomorrow morning. It's going to be three different tasks that you complete and then Um, You can use my membership workouts. I obviously highly suggest my membership workouts, or you can also purchase my quick and easy guide that just launched. It's 30 minute workouts with just bands or dumbbells. And then, um, or you could use whatever workouts that you want. If you have a separate coach, if you just like to make up your own, if you use a Peloton bike, if you use whatever you use, you can use it. You don't have to use mine, but you do win some never before seen Embrace the Sweat merchandise. And I am so excited to get my hands on them. You guys don't even know. So that's my little spiel for this morning. All the links are down below. Follow me on Instagram, Lauren Taylor's Lifestyle. Anywhere and everywhere, Lauren Taylor's Lifestyle or Embrace the Sweat. Um, You can catch me over there. I love to connect with you all. I love to hear um, your guys' stories and just be friends with you. So that is that. Now, on to this episode. I'm sure it's going to be a little bit shorter of a one because it is just me, myself, and I talking about some books. Um, So I'll start out with the book Burnout. So it's called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. Like I said, it's by Emily Nagoski and Amelia Nagoski. I had really high hopes for this book because I am somebody that is constantly dealing with my stress. And it was just like, okay, There's some really good chapters, and then I felt like a lot of the book, like I said, I'm still working my way through it, and it's only like 300 pages long, 250 pages long, 
And I just, I can't get through it. It is like pulling teeth to finish this one. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like so turned off by it, but it's just, I can't, I can't get into it. And so certain chapters, like I said, were really good. And I think that it is honestly like a really good reminder, like especially at the beginning when they talk specifically about the stress cycle. That's a really good kind of reminder for us all that we can't just like constantly be dealing with stress and the effects of the stress. Like we can't just deal with a bad mood. We can't deal with being angry or crying or emotionally eating, whatever it is that you do when you're stressed out, we can't just deal with that part of it. You have to go to the stressor. Like you have to figure out what is this thing that is constantly pulling you away from your best self and it's making you fall into this pattern of whatever it is that you do. Okay. For me, I get really distanced from people. I get really snippy. I want to just be left alone and I want nothing to do with anybody and I get zero hunger cues. That is my own personal stress response. Other people I know are kind of the exact opposite. They like lash out at people or they get super hungry or they um, want to kind of ignore whatever is stressing them and kind of launch themselves into other things. To distract themselves. And so wherever you kind of are, I think that's a really good reminder for us to control the stress in our life because it truly is a domino effect of everything else that happens, right? Because if you're not getting your stress out at work, then you're not getting sleep, then you're not eating, then you're missing your workouts, or then you're getting cranky, right? It's all these little kind of domino effects into our life. And it's a good reminder to just step back, take a deep breath and tackle one thing at a time, because it really is going to help you kind of move through that cycle. Um, And so some key things that I kind of pulled out of this book were just simply listening to your body. Um, Sleep and rest are more important than you know. And obviously, I know this as a coach because I help a lot of girls with this and especially a lot of teachers. We try to stay up really late, get up really early, and that is just not healthy in any sense. It's not good for our mind and it's not good for our body. It all circles back together. And so it's really important that we are getting in adequate sleep. Like I'm talking seven hours minimum of sleep every single night. Last night, I didn't get to bed until, normally I'm in bed at 8 o'clock. I didn't get to bed until 9 o'clock, and then Cody and I were up talking. I don't think I fell asleep until after 10. So that is why I skipped my workout this morning, and I went after school instead, because I knew that it was more beneficial for me to get an extra hour of sleep than it was for me to get up, push my body, and then be cranky all day long for my students on the Friday before Halloween. Like, that is not (laughs) a good decision. And so we have to kind of pinpoint the most basic lower hanging fruit first, and then everything else is going to be easier to control. Um, And then, like I said, we have to deal with the stressor and we can't just constantly be putting band-aids over it because it's going to eventually overflow and it's going to combust and everything is going to come out at once. And I think we can all relate to this. I know that I can. When I get stressed, like I said, I bottle it all in until it's like the tip of the iceberg and it all comes flowing out, right? 
and now everything is a big deal and everything makes me emotional and everything is the worst thing to happen to me versus if I just simply dealt with whatever that one thing was, I would be just fine right now. We are so in control of our bodies. We can control what we do, how we react. We obviously can't control what happens all the time, but we can control what we're in control of, you know? Um, and so I'll just kind of go through and pull out some good quotes that I thought, like I said, the beginning I thought was really good uh, because it kind of goes through it and defines burnout as emotional exhaustion. Um, so the fatigue that comes from caring too much or for too long, depersonalization, the depletion of empathy, caring, and compassion, and decreased sense of accomplishment. So feeling like nothing you do makes a difference. And uh, I thought it was kind of interesting that it says burnout is highly prevalent. 20 to 30% of teachers in America have moderately high to high levels of burnout. And I think that that is so true and prevalent. I'm in year two. And I already can't imagine. (sighs) Speaking of me yawning. I already can't imagine doing this forever. Like, I can't. Um, I don't think that I will retire in my classroom. I think that I will stop way before that. Uh, But I don't know exactly what that looks like for me. If I will take kind of my coaching and my business on full time or if I will do something else in education and just not work with a whole 30 kids. But this book kind of talks about how you should be like you can't be it for everybody. You can't give your all to your students and your all to your family and your all to your pets and your all to the people at the grocery store and anyone else that you come in contact with. And then the last person you have like five minutes of self-care at the end of the night. That is horrible advice. You have to focus on you. You can't take your work home every night. You can't be constantly pouring energy into other people. You have to do the same to yourself, just like you would tell a friend right? You would never expect your friend to be doing 100% and leaving 1% for themselves. Like that is so unrealistic and so unhealthy. Um, And so that was kind of like a good pinpoint out of this too. Um, Trying to think of another good quote that I can shed some light on all of you today. Um... Honestly, this is kind of like my little therapy session without having a therapist. I really want to get a therapist because I think that it is so healthy, but right now it's not in the budget, so we're not doing it. So I have a podcast and I have all of you to help me help myself. Um, Oh, this was another good one. Like engaging with something like larger than yourself right? And this goes for like health too. If you are trying to get healthier to chase a physique, you will not last. If you are trying to, you want to teach because you think, um, I don't even know. I feel like everybody in teaching has something larger because we don't all like go into teaching just for a paycheck. 
Like, that would be such a dumb profession to go into if you wanted money. But that would be, like, kind of an idea. Like, if you're at your job for money, you're probably not going to love your life, right? Because there's going to be a lot of things that happen that you are going to say, that is not worth it. And you are going to be really cranky. And you have to find something bigger than that. You have to find, like, why do you want to get healthy? Why do you want to teach? Why is this worth it? Why is all of the struggle and the pain and the long days, why is it worth it? You have to make that decision for yourself. For me, my something larger kind of coincides together. So for my business, my something larger is helping teachers find, I hate to use this word, but it just, it fits, but find balance between knowing themselves as a teacher and knowing themselves as them. Like, and that, I use health as my kind of avenue towards that because when we have a healthy body and a healthy mind, we can achieve a lot more inside the walls of our classroom and outside. And so for me, a big part of my why is helping people understand that like your life is not your job. And we can't be good teachers if we're not putting ourselves first. And you all know that, but it's really easy to forget. It's easy to take work home. It's easy to show up early. It's easy to give up your preps. It's easy to um, constantly be saying yes to anything and everything that comes your way when you don't have to. Like, when you are feeling good about yourself and your confidence rises, you're going to be a better teacher. You're going to show up with more energy. You're going to laugh more and smile more and be engaged with the kids. We all know those cranky teachers that show up every day, feel like they hate their job. You have no idea why they continue to show up because clearly they don't want to be there. You don't even know if they like children. And I bet you 90% of them don't take their health seriously. If I'm wrong, please, please let me know because I do not see that at my school. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of another quote. So anyways, with that, you have to find like why you're doing what you're doing because if you don't, you are going to run yourself to the ground and you are going to hate your life. To put it bluntly. (laughs) Um, oh, here's a good one. So they call it like the human giver syndrome is like you giving your all to other people and not to yourself. So at the heart of human giver syndrome lies a deeply buried, unspoken assumption that women should give everything, every moment of their lives, every drop of energy to care of others. Self-care is indeed selfish because it uses personal resources to promote a giver's well-being rather than someone else's. Um, And so, you know, we kind of think of that when we're doing that at school all the time, right? We're constantly using up all of our energy, all of our resources for everybody else instead of doing them, like giving that energy to ourselves, like first. Um, 
So like I said, there's a lot of good parts in this book. There's some ones that I don't necessarily agree with or love the phrasing of things. And it was just kind of hard for me to get through. But they do have some solid ideas kind of woven throughout. And yeah. So I think that's where I'm going to end that one. The next one is Summerland by Erin Gilderbrand. And this is one of her older books, but it's been on my list for a long time. So I went back and read it. And it's about a group of students where one girl is in a car. Well, they're all in a car accident, but one of the girl girls dies. And it's kind of shows all of them from different perspectives and kind of how they all process that grief and the after effects of this girl passing away. And so um, I thought I love the books where they like use different perspectives for different people because I think that it's really cool and gives me better insight into other people versus just seeing the book through one person's set of eyes. And I thought that it was really cool how they had like one of the perspectives is the island. So they're on Nantucket Island. And so one of them is Nantucket and it's the whole city. And so it's almost as if you're like the newspaper of the city and it's kind of telling you all about everything that's going on, all the ins and the outs, because obviously not every character is going to know everything about everybody. And so I thought that it was really cool um, that they did that. And it is... um, it was a good read. It kind of kept you on your toes. Really short chapters, which always helps to get through it faster. When chapters get really long, it's easy to be like, oh, no, I don't have time for that one. But when they're short, it's like, oh, I'll just read another one and another one and another one. And um, so it was really good. Kind of all about that kind of grieving process. Again, it was a lighter read. At the end, I did not like the end. There was like so many loose ends at the end, I wish there needed to be like an epilogue or something because it kind of just like stopped. And then all of a sudden everybody was like done talking and the story was over. And I was like, I have so many questions about this book. So many. And I feel like there was never any like clear guidance. So... Not super thrilled with the ending, but the rest of the book was really good. And it was pretty applicable if you've, if you went to a high school that had a lot of people. I thought that um, it was pretty similar to the high school that I went to, where they were talking about all these things and kind of what was happening and everybody knows everybody's business, you know. And everybody wants to say in things. So I thought that it was pretty, it was pretty good. It was just the ending that I didn't care for. Um, And some characters throughout, I was just like rolling my eyes at them. But I feel like he did that in any book. So like I said, I'm keeping this nice and short. I feel like I've just rambled and not said a whole lot of things. But um, what I would actually really like to do is go through these book clubs with somebody who has read the books with me and then we can kind of banter back and forth and talk about different parts of it because I don't want to give like too many spoilers away even though like hopefully if you've read the book then it would be good 
I don't know if you guys thought the same way about these books as I did. But yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I was just kind of like, okay, about these books that I chose. Now, next month, it's going to be a killer month, okay? We're reading Winning by Tim Grover. I am a huge fan of Tim Grover. I want to take all of his things and put them all around my room and use them with my students because he's a, a retired basketball coach for a lot of NBA players. And he is just one of the smartest people I think I have ever read. And he says things like so matter-of-factly, yet it's like to the point, but it's nice, you know? And I don't know. I just think that everything that he writes is gold. If you have not read Relentless yet by him, that is a must read. Put it number one on your list. Read it. I'm really excited to read Winning. And the other book... I already finished it. Oops. Um, it was so freaking good. It was called Ties, Ties That Tether. I'm blanking on the name. Here, let me look it up real quick. Ties That Tether by Jane Igaro, I-G-H-A-R-O. And it's about this Nigerian woman who falls in love with a white male But then says that he's also from Spain, so I'm not really sure on the ethnicity, but he says that he's white. And so um, she falls in love with this white man, and they have to kind of figure out what their life looks like Um, because the main character, um, Azare, I think it's how you pronounce it, she, her mom doesn't approve of dating like white men. And so she wants her daughter to have Nigerian culture and to follow in the footsteps of everybody else in her family. And so then one thing leads to another. Um, and oh my God, you guys, you just have to read it. I could not put it down. I wanted, I almost read it in one day because it was that good. And I'm really sad that it's over because I want to read it again. This author is amazing and I'm going to look through and see if she has any more books because that was just phenomenal. And you're like pulled into it and uh, the chapters are short like Summerland, but they like end on like cliffhangers. And so you're constantly like, oh my God, I need to read the next one. I need to read the next one. I need to read the next one. And then before you know it, it's been like four hours and you're still reading. 10 out of 10. Recommend that one. Um, I give Burnout about a 5 out of 10. And I give Summerland maybe a 6 out of 10. Ties a tether 10 out of 10. I'm really excited to start winning and get that in my mailbox. So that's all that I got for you today. Remember to get into my Facebook group so that you can get into our free monthly challenge. For the month of November, you're going to win free merchandise and uh, be able to um, connect with a bunch of other um, girls in the same boat as you. And the quick and easy guide launched in the show notes, fitness membership down $14.99 in the show notes, everything else steady, steady. All right. That's all I got for you today. Next week's episode will be a little bit more lively and typical. 
I have some guests lined up also, so we will get some more interviews on these because those always do the best. So on that note, enjoy your week and I'll talk to you guys later.